This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of I Want to Matter. Your life is too short and too precious to waste. Written and narrated by New York Times bestseller Kathy Lee Gifford. Available now everywhere you get audiobooks. Well, hey, Device and Virtue listeners, Chris here. And Adam and I wanted to let you know that on October 14 to 16, 2019, we'll be at the Center for Pastor Theologians Conference in Chicagoland, where the topic is Techne, a Christian vision of technology. I'm speaking on a panel, and I'll be with Adam as we listen along to the other speakers and maybe even make a few comments later on the podcast. So if you're in the area, come meet us. We'd love to meet you. More info at deviceandvirtue.com. Okay, here's our first episode for season three. So what do you think? Are selfies narcissistic? Yes, right? But we're starting season three off right and taking one of our own. Like right now, I'm swiping open that camera app. This is Device and Virtue. Welcome back to Device and Virtue, where we argue the wrongs and rights of technology and faith in everyday life. I'm Chris, coming to you from Chicago. And I'm Adam, and we are doing season three. Season three. We're coming out with a bang. Chris, I have a question for you. What is the question? Are selfies narcissistic? (laughs) What do you think? Are are selfies narcissistic? I mean... I, I think the answer is obvious. You, I know what you think. <laughs> and so I want to know what you think. Well, uh, oh, I, well, I, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be so balanced I, and thoughtful here. No, I'm so I want to gut level reaction. I'm so glad we're back together reaction. because, you know why I'm glad we're back together? Because I have my, I'm holding in front of you my brand new mm. shiny iPhone 11 Pro, which oh, man. just came out from Apple. That thing looks like a triceratops. It has three cameras on the three back. Three cameras. It looks so ridiculous. And you know what's great about the cameras on the front? Apple has a new thing called a <laughs> Slofi. Is there more than one camera on the front or just one? No, just one. But have you okay. heard about the Slofi? So it's a selfie. Oh, my gosh. But it's a video. Because we... That what? slow motions down your face. <laughs> and we're doing one right now. Oh, my gosh. We're just taking one. Uh, have you taken one of these? Uh, Here we go. Hold only up. Hold, only up your, on... hold up your microphone. Okay. Hold up your microphone. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Slofi. Slow. <laughs> motion except i shouldn't be doing slow motion <laughs> you're doing slow motion so what is it it's super slow man you and i have had a lot of good selfies together i feel like really yeah oh man uh, maybe you look good in them i never look good in a <laughs> my selfie. my favorite one i'm gonna tell you my favorite selfie before you and me oh really remember okay. when we were on a road trip to wisconsin like i don't know a few years ago okay and uh I, for, rem- for, I remember Wisconsin. For New, for New Year's, it's snowy, and we stopped at that gas station, and there was a huge, fake, f- like eight foot tall black of, block of plastic cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were there with a couple of friends, right? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, because it's, you know, why not have a block of fake Well, I mean, it's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. So we took a selfie with it. I mean, we looked good in it. Like, and then all our friends took like prom. Photo photos versions in front of the cheese. <laughs> oh my word! So my See, question that's is, why I'm saying that's just fun. So my question is, do you think selfie is narcissistic? I mean, I think I think a lot of people think selfies are narcissistic. When when I told some people uh, 
that we were going to talk about selfies, like that was the first thing that they said was, oh, it's totally narcissistic. And uh, I mean, the internet even thinks it's narcissistic. <laughs> I mean, that's that's saying something. I mean, they, they talk about uh, gym selfies, and oh. pet selfies, and... Uh, are you looking disaster at, selfies? Did you just look up this stupid listicle twelve selfies that basically tell the world you're a narcissist article? No. <laughs> I was but, just looking but at this maybe. One. But hey, like, hey. Dude, gym selfies are are let's be honest, those are actually pretty bad. They are pretty bad. It's like I just worked out and now I have this subtle but I mean, mirror picture. It's that moment where you're like, you're feeling strong, you're feeling good. I I wonder if they're like yoga selfies. Because yoga is like all about being centered and anyways. I know why you're talking about this, Adam, because that's pretty much what you do for workouts is yoga. It's, it's true. I I haven't been to yoga in a long time and I'm sad about that, but I'm going to get back to it. So can I... Can but I, seriously, okay, listicle aside, yeah. there's other internet articles that are more serious. Okay. Because all the articles on the internet are really serious. <laughs> no, that's... That, yeah, there yeah, are actually right. really good articles. But... Okay, WebMD, they, they did a survey. This was a, a small survey, but um, they looked at the... Uh, oh, no, this is the one that actually WebMD published this study about, right? Yeah. Right. So, the, so it they wasn't just them. The, it was like so they, some researchers, actually. Yeah, so they, they did research. So they're, they're like DSM traits, like Diagnostic Statistical Manual of Psychological Traits of Narcissism, oh, okay. including like exhibitionism, a sense of entitlement and exploitation of others. And they found when they researched these uh, 74 people that people who posted a high number of images and selfies on social media had a 25% increase in these traits over people who didn't. Okay. So like, okay, that sounds pretty serious to me. I think I can just like drop the mic and <laughs> we're done with this episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I saw also this psychological today, you know, article, um, that you're pointing out with the, you know, they followed thousands of people and sort of doing these questions and research, like researchers are actually looking into, you know, do selfies make people narcissistic? Uh, and so, I mean, I guess it is a question that people have today. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the fact that selfie sticks exist <laughs> in the world <laughs> is just a travesty. And but it's proof that I don't know everything because I I think about selfie sticks and I if you had asked me I would have said these are ridiculous they're never going to sell they're so popular but I'm sure in really uh narcissistic regions of the country and the world they're really popular but I I'm sure you could you could measure narcissism by sales of selfie sticks so can I be really honest with you when have you not been honest with me? <laughs> aggressively honest. Aggressively <laughs> honest. So here's an aggressively honest story. I'm just going to admit this like to you, your friend. So like 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 2 weeks ago, I I went out uh you know, I like to bike, I like to run around the city uh in Chicago and run on the lakefront. And I got back home from like a pretty good workout. Like I went running, like I felt, you know, I did some push-ups, whatever. I felt pretty good. Yeah. It's been this, it's been, you know, it's the end of the summer. We're starting to fall now, but like, you know, I'm sort of still got some tan from the summer. I see where this is going. <laughs> so I walk, I walk back into my house and there's like a mirror, a big mirror there. And like, 
Okay. Uh, and I catch a view of myself <laughs> in the mirror. And I like, honestly, the, my thought was like, oh, wow, I look pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah, just, I just I felt feel like, pretty good right yeah, now. Yeah, I felt pretty good. I'd just been working out. I, it was a good workout. So like, I'm just gonna admit this. My natural instinct suddenly was to pull out my phone and yeah. take a photo in the mirror. Did you do it? <laughs> I did it. You did it. I didn't. You did it. Like, Jim uh, selfie. I just wanna. It was totally. And I wanna like. I'm embarrassed about it. No, I'm just like, I'm probably <laughs> turning red. Uh, but I did not post it. I was like, I'm not going to post this anymore. Why didn't you, know, you post but, it? Uh, no, it's way too, that's okay, too okay. embarrassing. But, but, but that you like took pushed it. me. I took it. Did so like, you keep it? Yeah, I, well, it's on my phone somewhere, I okay. think. I mean, I haven't. Oh, it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm just saying, I am going to possibly call that also narcissistic. I am not beyond the temptation of like taking a photo of my own bod mm -hmm. <laughs> in the mirror. I did it. <laughs> so I'm just, man, I'm being honest with you. So maybe they hey are. Man, this is a safe space. First of all. Oh, good. I'm good. Um, have I taken selfies in the mirror? Yes. Have I done it after exercise? I don't know, <laughs> but I get the feeling of like when, after you've worked out, like there's that moment where you feel good and you feel strong and you feel proud. And I guess pride is probably the key word. Uh, you know what? I think we've solved this. Are selfies narcissistic, Adam? <laughs> yeah, based on your experience, I think they are. <laughs> uh, vice or virtue? I just think, uh, you yeah. know, it's it's a vice. It's a and vice. We just finished our We're podcast. We're done. We're done. <laughs> right? No, I don't think we are. Um, so I, I picked up this book by Craig Detweiler uh, called Selfies. Searching for the Image of God in a Digital Age. Interesting, okay. And he tells this story uh, about a girl named Brianna. And Brianna uh, kind of, her she had a selfie that went viral. Um, and in the picture, uh, she is um, at Auschwitz in Germany. Oh, the German, the concentration yeah, the camp. the concentration camp. And she's she takes this selfie and she's smiling in it. Ooh. And she's got earbuds in and it's just this moment that like she seems really aloof and uh she she's like a young woman um she's from alabama okay and she you know just clearly seems to have this sort of insensitivity to everything that's going around so her, she's around like, her and she's sort of smiling this, at a place where tons yeah, of people die it's sort of this sacred space right and it's this somber space and here she is just sort of drifting through and so that this photo went viral and people were merciless uh about sort of the attitude that came across in that selfie so is she is she a narcissist is she just completely exploiting this space and uh disregarding the sanctity of that space and the people who died there so the internet like totally jumped on her for this yeah yeah. And and they looked at this and they said, No, it's clearly obvious. Like selfies are just bad for society. Right. Um, and so, you know, eventually she had the chance to kind of defend herself. Um and the story's more complicated than that. Um, and what the selfie doesn't tell you is that um before she went to Auschwitz, she had been studying the Holocaust with her dad. Hmm. And then her dad passed away. Oh, wow. And so she went to Auschwitz as somewhat of a way to reconnect with her dad. Huh. 
And so she's there. Um, she's made this journey across the Atlantic and is there and is experiencing maybe this connection that she had with her dad. And she's finding joy in that. And she took a picture of that moment, finding joy, connecting right. with her father. Yeah. And so, died. you yeah. know, when they asked her, she said, honestly, I don't think I would do anything differently because I didn't mean any harm by it. Wow. And yeah, I mean, okay, there's more to the story than the selfie can tell, right? Yeah. And that's, by the way, you read, uh, brought, so this is great because it's more complicated. You brought this book, Selfies by uh, Craig Detweiler. Um, I also read a book for us talking about this the, called The Social Photo by Nathan Jurgensen. Yeah, yeah, and, he's great. Uh, and one of the things he talks about, you know, we uh, is that selfies, if they're taken in their frame by themselves, if you judge a selfie just within the borders of the frame, right. you're not really judging everything a selfie does for us because really okay. a selfie is a way of talking about the context of our lives and it comes in a stream. Okay. Like it comes in, like there's more than one, right? He's like, so if you judge, people right. loved, he's like, the internet loves to jump on food photos. Like you take a picture <laughs> of food, like, and like what, like how like narcissistic is that? You're just going to take a picture of your little meal. And Instagram consumes your yeah. food before you do. <laughs> but the, the, oh, dang. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to lie. I'm a food picture. Oh, picker. yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, I, I post Yelp, a lot of Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do. Can't even. Um, but like, but he says, hey, if when we're judging an individual photo by a frame, it, we're using this sort of judgment about the way either art works, like, or so it's bad because, you know, artists will go, well, that's a not even good composition or something. Okay, okay. Um, or we're judging, you know, a person with this girl, like judging, judging everything she is based on this one thing. Right, When he right. says, really, selfies are more like a dialogue about the way we talk about our life, and it's a whole stream about these different experiences we're having, and we're... Sh- and so we're 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 constructing our past, our present, our future. Um, and so you can't take a person just by the one. You got to take about the whole flow okay. of who they are. It's sort of you're. It's like me talking to you. Like when I walked in before we sat down and started recording, you know, I talked to you about my day, asked yeah. you about your week. Yeah. And we do. And he's like a little bit. You're talking about your week and selfies. And isn't this something that humans do? Yeah. So so you're saying like there's a moment before the selfie. There's a there's the moment of the selfie, there's the moment after the selfie, and the selfie doesn't capture all of that. Mm-mm. And there's also sort of the composition of the selfie, right? Yeah, there's the, it's, I think it's more like that the, they're in a flow. So if we picture the Instagram feed and flicking up through it, yeah, um, there's moments between those. Yeah, and then right. there's moments, and then there's the moments actually captured. Which yeah. show sort of uh, this is a flow of someone's life, and that actually starts creating. You know, maybe there's a book here, there's a meal here, there's a relationship with my mom on vacation. You know, <laughs> there's these different things, and when you start seeing the whole flow, you actually start getting a more fully orbed picture. Mm. You know, I wonder if that girl um, who is at Auschwitz, you know, I don't know if she took pictures like with her dad before he died right? or other parts of that story. But either way, those experiences happened and this one selfie became sort of a ripped out of its context of the life. Uh, right. Like, and, and then people just judge that. It's like as if I judged you on this one half second moment instead of their whole life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so you're saying kind of like life and kind of this development of of your identity is sort of this process and this the the selfie or the photo is a moment uh, 
in that process, but it's not, it can't capture that whole process. Identity is the word that you just said that I think is really important in this conversation. Like don't oh, yeah, photos absolutely. help with like shape identity? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think I look at a photo, I think I take photos and post them on Instagram or don't post them on Instagram because they reflect something about what I value, about what I want to associate myself with. So like I go to a concert, I take a photo because yeah. I'm having this experience and I want people to know I'm there yeah, yeah. or I want to associate myself with, you know, this beautiful tree or that beautiful sunset or this location. And I want, you know, I just want to say like, hey, this is part of the my interests. This is part of who I am. And yeah, so like yeah. it's I'm it's an identity, but it's also something I aspire to have people uh, think of me this way. I want to zoom out even more or maybe like get more basic because you're talking about like posting these experiences or things that relate to interests. But I'm even thinking like photos in general. If I forget the if I forget the whole selfie thing for a minute. Okay. So, Quick history lesson, by the way. Do you? I did look this up. This. <laughs> Do you realize that the first front-facing camera was in 2010 on the iPhone 4, like which is only like not oh, that wow. not that long ago, like not even a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. There's so much a part so of our this lives. This is and like and it took selfies became a thing. <laughs> 2013 was the year that became selfie became the word of the year with <laughs> Oxford English Dictionary saying like we sort of went from yeah. zero to 100 people started knowing what a selfie was. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So it's not that long ago. Um, That's crazy. I know, it's crazy. And that, But I think like photos like for our lives are so important. I think about going back to my parents' place and my mom has this mm -hmm. um, sort of sideboard in the living room, you know, like, and there's like family photos on little frames with the little I've stands. Actually, I've actually seen your like high school oh, yeah. photos. <laughs> oh, you were there one time. Uh -huh. it's like, oh, that high school picture is so uh -huh. nice of me. And uh, uh, <laughs> your hair looks amazing. And like, and we go home and we have like baby pictures and we'll see, or we'll see yeah. like junior high yearbook pictures or maybe like, you know, a wedding photo. And like, aren't these photos, forgetting just the selfie for a second, these pictures of ourselves in these moments, mm -hmm. they're part of my sort of self-conception. Yeah. They're part of like my past and my future. They form, my, they link with my memory, yeah. my identity. Like I remember those events happening, not obviously being born. Uh, <laughs> but like, but even baby photos are interesting like yeah, that, right? Because yeah. the photo fills in sort of our memory yeah, yeah, yeah. of who we are. Yeah, I have pictures like I've seen and, you know, I'm kind of on the cusp of actually having a memory, but like I've maybe just created a memory out of that photo for myself. It links, doesn't it? it? I saw a picture of my, me and my sister lived in Guam when we were young and okay. I saw a picture, like there were lots of palm trees. You know, we were in the military, we lived overseas. And uh, I mean, Guam is technically the United States, but people think of it as overseas. And there's this picture I just saw the other day I hadn't seen in years of me and my sister. I don't know. We're like in fourth grade sitting there with like hmm. by a palm tree, our hands, you know, our arms around each other and grinning by the beach. And I remember oh man, that being sounds idyllic. I know. Your whole childhood was idyllic, it's, wasn't it? Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Uh, I remember being in Guam. I remember the beach. I remember the palm trees. But I don't remember that photo. Mm. And it's interesting how that uh, I look, looked at the photo and then it links to all my memories and emotions of the place. But it fills in almost like a puzzle piece of who I am yeah. by seeing that yeah. photo. And it's actually interesting. Humans... I mean, I'm just going to say this. I think one thing that's different about humans is the way we conceive of our identity through past memories in future experiences so like for, like unlike animals meaning the idea that we have this ability to construct who we are yeah. by thinking through the past 
and the future so, holistically. So are you saying that like when you look at that photo in front of the palm trees that you don't remember taking, are you saying that looking at that picture actually informs who you think you are now in some way? Sure, maybe, a, maybe a small way, yeah, yeah. but like in a way that if you didn't have that photo might be slightly different. Yeah, I think photographs help construct your identity so much that I actually think it's hard for humans to imagine you and me to imagine what it's like to construct or like people, you know, the, the photographs were invented like in the 1830s and 40s, yeah. right? The daguerreotype yeah. things. Have you remember that from like school? Yeah. Um, like, do we even have a concept? And then obviously it didn't get real popular till you know, like mid 1950s, 60s. And then we, then it gets color film in the seventies. But can you even imagine a time like for you and me, like that we don't have photos doing right. our memory? No. It, I mean, that time doesn't exist. So for us, I'm just saying it's central to who we are. Before the time of photos, people kept track of their history in a different way, maybe through art, self-portraits, or maybe through writing, and they went back and reflected on some of those things. So, uh, reading Craig Detweiler's book, he he quotes this woman, uh, Jill Walker Retberg, and she says. Um, we never seem to be able to create a photo that will fully correspond to what you want to see in yourself. Hmm. And I, I, I think about that. And yeah, when I take a selfie, I think I feel frustrated because I, I take the photo and I'm like, ah, that's not the expression I wanted. Or well, you're not, you're not good at it. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not good at it, <laughs> but it's like, Oh, I'm having this experience in this moment. And like, I'm oh, kidding. but you, why, you, why, why, why doesn't that photo look like what I'm experiencing right now? Uh, like you're almost the, what you're feeling isn't when you look at the photo back, you, it doesn't match. Yeah. I, Cause you know, that, that moment then I can kind of see that moment out of the context of experiencing that moment. And I look back and say, oh, that, no, that's not quite right. I guess I'll. I'll admit to you going back to the whole thing where I walked back in from that workout, you know, like and looked uh-huh. at the mirror. Uh, still an embarrassing story. Um, <laughs> like when I took that this photo of my place. when I took that photo of myself because you know I sort of glanced at myself. I'm like, oh, I look good. I feel good. And then I went back and looked at that photo on my phone. I actually noticed like, oh well, I got a little more fat here than I thought. Like the little, <laughs> little more details in my skin than like. Eh. And I for some the photo was a glaring sort of two dimensional but high resolution representation that actually didn't fully capture what I thought I saw originally either. Like huh. I was, I was a little disappointed too. Um, maybe it's good. Maybe it was an ego check, but you're right. It didn't, um, it didn't capture everything that was happening in my heart or head when I first thought of the image. So do you, do you look at that image and say, yeah, that's me. Or do you look at that image and ooh, say, ooh. Oh, I don't know that that's me. Because it's like, you, you just said it's high resolution. Wow. It catches some flaws. Dude, I'm going to, that's, fa- I, I first look at the image and goes, oh, th- my first thought was that's not me. So is, is a selfie more real or is it actually less real? Yeah. It's, it's, does it represent who you are? Does it represent who I am? And I really like this quote that you wrote down from Craig Detweiler also. He says, we will never get in touch with our genuine non-performing 
private self until we embrace the ways in which we act for the camera and our parentheses and our social media audience um, on a daily basis. And so he's sort of saying like, actually the camera, every time we're in front of a camera, it actually affects who, how we are as well. And I think that's true. I think there's this acting sort of performance thing. Yeah, I, I, I wrote that quote down because it kind of was the reverse of what I would have expected. For me, I would have expected until I'm like at peace and centered in my own self, until I can do that and be there present with myself, taking a photo isn't going to represent me, isn't going to be genuine or real or authentic. But he kind of flips it around and says, until I can be okay with how I present myself in not inauthentic, but presented ways until I can be okay with the Sunday clothing I wear when I go to church and I wear this clothing and I present myself in a certain way until I acknowledge you go to like a dress up church until I acknowledge that I'm going to church and I'm wearing a certain set of clothing to present myself a certain way and that that's not who I am completely it's a part of who I am, but it's not all of who I am until I recognize that there's a difference between sort of the presented self and the private self. I can't be a whole person, we're, which I think is really fascinating. What you're saying is that the technology of photography actually has spiritual formation implications um, or it gives yeah. you a mirror <laughs> to, <laughs> to look at yourself spiritually, identity formation wise, and to sort of say, Am I grounded? Am I, do I know who I am? Mm-hmm. And then, even, of course, we want to say, Do we know whose we are? Yeah. I, you know, I, I actually don't really enjoy taking selfies. Um, I don't post hardly any because I do recognize that there's a presentational aspect to it. And so I've, I feel uncomfortable putting that forward and saying, this is who I am, because I know that's not totally who I am. Hmm. But yet, like, it's never going to capture all of who I am either. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's part of a process. It's part of a flow of my life, my identity, my sense of self. So it's a selfie, but it's not a self. talk about this other way of thinking about a selfie and it's like by not just looking at the selfie it's like looking outside the borders of the selfie okay more into the moment of when we take the selfie so not you seeing someone selfie on instagram but you standing next to someone when they pull out their phone and hold it up at arm's length, yeah right yeah. and like it's this experience or the activity yeah of taking photos yeah <laughs> and it's so funny i think we also instantly judge people when they do it and then when we do it we don't yeah we're, at, we're we're in the moment i was at a concert recently and you know at one point at a song all of a sudden you look around and all these cameras <laughs> are up right and like some people are taking videos some people are taking photos but everyone's taking a picture of the stage yeah. sometimes people yeah. are turning around and doing it as a selfie stage photo but sometimes they're just taking a picture of the performance like they're with their friends they're enjoying this experience and i look at that and say that's great I don't just think they're narcissistic. I think, oh, like they're savoring life. Well, that's exactly the point. I think that I see a lot of analysis about like people just want to share with their friends and they're just showing people how great they are. And I actually think 
just the experience of taking a photo, I use this phrase, I don't think you like it because it's a little bit nerdy. <laughs> I say that taking a photo reifies the experience. Reifies, yep, that's yeah, yeah. nerdy. <laughs> it's, it's, it, uh, a better way to say it is like it makes real the experience or like it capitalizes, like it puts a capital letter on it. Okay. Um, in the sense that it's actually the, the moment, the action of like reaching into my pocket and grabbing my phone and flicking it up and like hitting the camera button and then holding it up and then sort of seeing what's happening in the frame of the camera. Mm -hmm. It's actually a ritual that my hands and my mind and things I'll do when something is important. So it's a way of making it meaningful. It's, it's like without even, I'm not saying it's even that conscious. I'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. it's the way that people react to things that they feel like this is meaningful. Like yeah. this moment is good. And it's yeah. not just concerts. Like it's also like, you know, at a wedding when the couple is about to be presented, everyone all of a sudden reaches <laughs> in and like holds up the phone. There's a photographer there. They're going to get the photo. It's fine. But people uh, like are reacting not just to get the photo, but it's almost their way of participating in that moment. And I think it links. That's what I mean by reifying the moment. It's like the experience of taking the photo. Yeah. Makes it sort of real and important. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? It kind of puts a flag in the ground of that moment in time. Yeah. A little bit. It like captures time like a little bit in a yeah. special way. Um, the I told you that book by Nathan Jurgensen, The Social Photo, was one of the ones I read. He has this quote. He says, there's a pleasant contradiction in the photograph. At once it traps life and it sets it free. I think the ironic thing about that whole idea, though, is that it assumes that taking a photo is special. Like people pull out their phones and take it for special things. But the interesting thing, of course, is that photos are becoming less and less special. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere, right? Like, didn't you, you look at those stats on, on history and he had in there, but like, what was it, like in the 30s? Well, which was surprising to me, there was like a billion photos. Yeah, 1930, uh, in, in the world, there were, people took a billion photos. Which is a crazy for film. But now, like in 2017, with digital cameras, like we're doing like, what was it? Like every two minutes in America, there's more photos than all of the 19th century. Yeah. So 1.2 trillion photos in 2017 are taken. And I was talking to my friend uh, the other day uh, just about this topic. And he was saying like, yeah, for me, I've gotten to the point where to make a moment special, I don't pull out the camera. Right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I was, I was ahead of this curve. <laughs> <laughs> I I never pulled out the camera and now it's coming back around and I'm cool again. <laughs> see? See? So the are selfies narcissistic is the question we started with. Mm -hmm. Um I think it's complicated. Yeah, it uh, is complicated. I think I think selfies definitely shape who we are. Hmm. Um yeah, image, identity, I think, I think experience. They, re they reflect who we are. Um and Chris, this is device and virtue. We've talked a lot about the device. And I want to talk a little bit more about the virtue and the theology side of this. Um, and I think, uh, I think Craig Detweiler's right. His, his subtitle is Searching for the Image of God in a Digital Age. I think he's, he's right on thinking about this in the context of the image of God. Yeah, the Imago Dei. Yeah, and... You know, when we we talk about humans bearing the image of God, and I think it's in Colossians, Paul's t Paul talks about Jesus being 
the image of God. He is the very image of the invisible God, the yeah, visible sure. image. Exactly. And so, you know, when we when we look into the face of Christ uh, in Scripture, we're seeing who God is, but we're also seeing who we're called to be. If we bear the image of God, if we are called to be who God is making us, um, it's to be increasingly like his son. And, you know, we've talked about this idea that um, all of these images of myself also inform who I think I am, mm-hmm. who I want to be. And it's it's this idea that we become what we behold. Hmm. And, and so even in the as we look into scripture, as we look into the face of Jesus, as we, as we learn who God is through, through the Bible, that's sort of God's selfie. God's sort of like holding this Bible back and, and he's <laughs> oh, saying, guys, guys, he, here's who I am. Yeah. Like that in a way that keeps it, if we're only looking at pictures of ourselves all the time mm-hmm. as created people, beings mm-hmm. we actually wind up sort of turning in on ourselves and we don't really know a full true image of ourselves unless mm-hmm. we're also looking at a true image of the God who made us mm-hmm. but scripture also allows us to look at images of other people to go on Instagram and to see the face of God there as well it it's this it's this general revelation kind Seeing of idea the face that, of God that, in the face of others yeah that we look through Instagram we look through the photo and we see beyond the photo. And, it, and it's not only the identity, it's not only in the process of the photo that the, the photo is taking a, a, a moment of, but, but beyond the photo, beyond even the process of who we become, we're seeing beyond that to who God is making us to be and the image of God uh, that we bear in the process. Well, I just want to say for the record that Adam just told me that I can go on Instagram and find God, so I'll be doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think if you're looking, if your posture's right, yeah, maybe so. Well, it's that time, Adam. Season three, episode one. It's our first for the season, Vice or Virtue. Mark it down. We need a selfie right now because this is like a moment. Right? No, we don't. We need <laughs> yet another slofie oh. because that's the vice or virtue. <laughs> no. Slow motion, forward facing video selfies, mm. which I'm positive are going to pop up more. I think you think they're going to go away. They might. Uh, I but, sure hope so. But right now there's an ad on YouTube that folks should look up. <laughs> that's a great slofie ad. Slofies, vice or virtue. Oh, man. I saw the slopey we took at the beginning of this episode. Which we and will post on deviceandvirtue.com. It, uh, it's got to be a vice. I, I saw how I looked and it's just... <laughs> you looked good in it. I, uh, <laughs> Thank you. We're always critical, more critical of ourselves, right? But it didn't, it didn't capture my experience. To be honest, I was, I was accidentally melting Slofi <laughs> in slow motion while the video was know. going slow motion. Right. So, so, of course, you think they're a vice. Uh, I'm going to say a virtue because I have to because I just invested a lot of money <laughs> yeah. in an iPhone 11 yeah. Pro, which yeah. can make it slow <laughs> mm. And so I just have to love everything about it sort of as a confirmation bias. So... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, uh, I love this conversation. There's, uh, it's such a rich conversation. It really was. Thanks for bringing the idea and, and wanting to talk about it. Absolutely. This is going to be a fun season. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Hey, let's keep the conversation going. 
I think it's an argument. Okay. Tweet to us at DeviceVirtue. And for links and show notes, check us out at DeviceAndVirtue.com. And do leave us some love by rating us on iTunes. Yeah, please do. This episode was brought to you in part by Wheaton College's M.A. in Humanitarian and Disaster Leadership, which prepares Christian professionals to serve others faithfully and excellently. Called to help people facing disasters, human trafficking, poverty, or displacement as refugees? Visit wheaton.edu hdl.